0: hey strangers welcome back it's been quite a while so welcome back to a new episode of the strange sessions as always I am Kurt and I am joined by my <laughs> Uh-oh. I was gonna say luscious but that's just wrong that would look my luxurious you made me cringe a little <laughs> my luxurious, luxurious. <laughs> luxurious co-host Krista
1: everything I'm wearing is from like a thrift store but sure
0: and tonight we are joined <laughs> by two very special guest co-hosts. They are active in the strangers group. It is our good friends, Adam and Sophie.
2: Hi. Love Hello, him. everyone. Hey, hey. I'm Sophie.
3: I'm Adam.
0: Yeah. Good to be here. I hope so. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but they made the trip just to come here and be on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We won't stay from where.
0: We could stay from where.
1: Don't triangulate. Yeah, don't triangulate. <laughs>
0: from Minnesota. Yeah, it
2: was a yes. long trip. It's a big state. Yes, it is. Uh,
0: Sophie has actually been one of my best friends for like 13 plus years mm-hmm. and this is the second time we've ever been together in person the first time <laughs> I she used to live in Ashland Wisconsin the first time I went there to see her and we had an investigation at a bar and i never got a picture of us together that's because funny. cell phones were kind of crappy but that was when they were like old school
1: flip phones flip
0: phones with the pullout keyboard or you had to hit the buttons the you know seven three times three to times to get, times like to get the s <laughs> oh. so there was like no picture of us and it was For just like problems what the hell you know yeah. like i said I, it got to the point where it's, it was like a tyler durden thing like did i even did i like imagine her yep. is she like a part of my personality and Some she doesn't people actually do really that. exist i mean <laughs> so it's just so nice that you guys were able to come here to be on the show So thank you guys So much for making the trip
2: Thanks for having us it's Super exciting yeah, Thank you You
0: like yeah. the You like the old school Media studio
1: Yes it's Very quaint. much so And their sure. postcard Up on the wall behind yep. me
2: Our first ever
0: Our Fan first mail ever,
1: Yep so Definitely f- hoping
2: to hear Some noises In here it was uh, It's just been Too but air would shut off And then I know, I'm complaining About
0: how hot I am It's <laughs> been <laughs> kind of quiet Lately in here it has We been don't get a quiet. lot of noises Every now yeah. and then In the middle of the podcast We'll be like Did you hear that?
1: Did you hear that? did you hear that <laughs> <laughs>
0: what was that the show was that most haunted yeah yeah so thank you guys we're happy to be back it seems like it's been years it's since re- weeks. it's been a long time since krista weeks. has all moved into her new house yep
4: Yay.
1: the
0: address is
1: <laughs> 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 one two three four Smith main street, street. <laughs> i have a friend <laughs> whose address go.
3: is actually one, two, three. And then whatever street. Main Street. On, you know. I, I know people that are one, <laughs> two,
0: three Main Street, and that sounds really? yeah, like
3: John
2: sounds Smith so would live there. Yeah, I've lived at two addresses that were four twenty something. Oh,
0: really? yep. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. I know what goes on there. Mm. <laughs> no we want to give. <laughs> <back there>.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we want to give shoutouts to our new strangers, strangers, and those people are Nan Gardner, Amy Orheim, who I know. Hi, Amy. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Sean Stewart, Dana Leon, Aaron Wallen, Patrick Engel, Kayla McDermott. And we also want to give a huge thanks to Liz, Melissa, Dash, and Quinn for sending us stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Quinn
0: sent us a postcard from Sacramento.
1: We thought it said And for some Sam reason, Quentin. both Krista
0: and I thought it said San Quentin. It's like, is our podcast being like traded for cigarettes in prison or something that people have to listen to it? I don't know.
1: We were a little perplexed because we can't find Quinn on Facebook anywhere. So yeah, he must it, be a listener that's not on social media. It makes media. us
0: realize that we probably have a lot of listeners that she, aren't.
1: She could be a... Uh, or Quinn a guy. Could be a I think she, it could be yeah. a man.
0: I don't yeah. know if it's a guy or a girl but it's just we have a lot of listeners that probably don't post in the strangers or mm-hmm. in the strange sessions facebook page so it's kind of cool we found out we have more listeners than we actually over thought we do yeah
1: and we have like some episodes over 600 listens so i don't know if that's people starting and stop you know starting and stopping and listening later i don't know if it counts it twice it could be or stalkers just <laughs> listening to us over, over,
4: and over. <laughs> oh, and
0: over.
1: Lord. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think so, too. But over 400 unique listeners, which yeah. is a big deal. So. Yeah, that is Cool. So if you're rating us on iTunes, thank you. because Yes, thank you guys for the helps.
0: iTunes. The ratings on iTunes are amazing. So thank you so much, guys. Yeah. That is awesome. And Liz and Melissa both sent us food to try. We're trying Liz's tonight. It's still in a sealed box, so we have no idea what it is. I
1: hope it's not perishable. <laughs>
0: She said it's not. She said it's not.
1: <laughs> and Liz is super cool, like and I don't think
0: she would like send something awful or something spicy that would make me cry. So I think it's going to be okay. Hopefully. Or it'll
1: have like caution tape around it. So yeah. You don't want to harsh your mellow with spicy food.
0: Exactly. And Dash sent us a couple of cool pictures. Yeah, very So cool. we have those hanging up here in the studio. So thank you so much. We those on The Strangers, too. Yes. So, so thank you so much, guys. Uh, housekeeping?
1: Do we have any housekeeping?
0: Just that... Uh, you probably already know this because you're listening to the podcast, but we release it now on Tuesdays instead oh, yeah, of Sundays yeah, yeah, yeah. because we used to release it on Sundays, but then it got to be such a hassle. Um, like, I work until 7 o'clock, and then I would have to get mm-hmm. home right. and upload them and do all this stuff. And it's just it's easier to do it on a Tuesday, too, because I'm off that day. So if there is some mishap like we accidentally released one that hasn't been edited yet <laughs> that i can get in quickly and take it down so now we will be releasing Tuesdays, probably tuesday mornings around 10 or 11 my time cool so look for it on tuesdays now and we also got the ball rolling with merchandise yes.
1: so and i wanted to say this on the podcast because obviously we have listeners who aren't on social media but we have stickers now so we're trying to figure out where we're gonna post those either on our website I got to work with Jeff and Joe with Old School Media to figure out how we're going to do that. We want to get a PayPal up so people can pay, you know. But we're not sure if we're going to do it through Facebook or through the Strange Sessions website, but we'll figure it out.
0: Or just send us small unmarked bills, whatever (laughs) works.
1: Small? Well. Like dollars? Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're going to be $3, (laughs) so you have to send us at least $3.
0: $3. In pennies. They can send it in pennies.
1: Uh, Don't do that. (laughs) But I think that's all the uh, housekeeping we have. Yeah, that's all I can think of
0: we've gotten together once in the meantime since the last episode and recorded a promo for the episode for the podcast which we might re-record.
1: Yeah, so if you have a if you're a listener and you have a podcast that you'd like to do like a little uh, exchange of promos with yeah, us let like us know. Yeah, like we would play your happy. promo on
0: ours. Yeah. Play ours on yours.
4: Coo, coo, coo. But
0: we might re-record it. So we'll see. <laughs> I was Stay told tuned. I sound too much like I'm reading off a piece of paper mm. and I do, so it's very distracting. Okay. Well. But I don't think we have any other housekeeping.
1: Nope.
0: You guys got any housekeeping?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you
0: guys need to give shout-outs. I don't think we we so. We gotta, have shoutouts. we have to do shout-outs. So you guys can do your shout-outs.
2: Cool. Thank you. So we've got two shout-outs. Um, the first one is to my best friend, Amy. Yay! Yay I love Amy! Amy. And
0: Amy y- needs to come sometime too.
2: Yeah, for sure. And you, you said she actually submitted this idea, right? She
0: said, yeah, because she found out you were coming here. Yeah. And she said, you know, and with, she with, set with me Sophie up coming, is what she kind now. of set you up, in a loving way. Yes. So and, she kind she messaged and me and her. said, you should totally do Ouija boards and stuff when yeah. Sophie is there because Sophie has had experiences. So yes. yeah. So
2: cool. Yeah. Thank so you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. We love you. We love you too. We really want to
0: make you to make the to trip sometime, hopefully.
2: One of these days, for sure. And then our other shout out is to Dominic and Alex, who are holding down the fort at our house and um, watching the dogs. And for the record, I just literally pulled a mat of dog hair from the <laughs> inside of my shirt, um, so I don't miss that part. Have fun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Thanks, our, guys. <laughs> our
3: dog travels with us always. Yeah, in spirit. Right. Exactly. In yes. Spirit, spirit
1: in, and In dog Tiny hair. hairs. Yes.
2: Or huge hairs. <laughs> Huge wads of hair. Ugh.
3: So yeah. thank you, Dominic, and good luck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we wish you all the best. Hopefully
3: he'll do it again
0: sometime. Yeah. Hopefully it's, doesn't, it's not that bad.
1: We'll see. <laughs> so I just wanted to say, this started out as a surprise, right? Yeah. So when, when along this journey did you figure out... I knew it was before you left. You figured out that you were coming here to be on the show. Well...
3: I pretty much told her the next day. <laughs> yep.
2: That's true. I couldn't keep it a I'm, secret. <laughs> I am very, very bad with secrets. I she don't. She, I hate secrets like and I hate surprises. <laughs> and Even so. though she
3: asked me to surprise her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
3: I really couldn't tell her where we were going. We're taking the ferry across lake michigan tomorrow and we're staying at a resort over there it's a water park and a riding stable in one i know it sounds really cool i couldn't really tell her that part without telling her that we were going to manitowoc and recording a podcast (laughs) like wait we're taking the ferry from Manitowoc, but we're not going to see my best friend. Kurt. Yeah, it'd be
1: kind yeah, of strange. That would be
0: messed up. And then it was yeah. awkward because she—I didn't know if she knew for sure—and she would message me about stuff, and I'd say, "Well, theoretically, if you were coming to do the podcast, this <laughs> might be the topic. <laughs> theoretically, yeah. Yep. I don't that know was the Part. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> but she knew. She knew she was coming. I knew
2: here. the whole time. <laughs> I don't like surprises either, so I get it. Yeah. Oh, I totally
0: get it too. I yeah. would. I'd be pissed if they didn't tell me because I. Hate that stuff. Like, if anybody throws me a surprise birthday party, I'll be pissed. Like, seriously, (laughs) I don't like that stuff. Do
1: we have to mark this explicit now?
0: Because I said pissed?
1: (laughs) Just keep saying pissed. I'm just going to keep saying it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we don't have to. Is that one of those? Uh, If you've heard our blooper reel, if you've heard our blooper
0: reel that we have up in the Strangers Facebook closed group, you can hear that we. A little sweary sometimes. And raunchy. A yeah, raunchy. a lot of people were like, wow, you guys are kind of naughty.
1: Because <laughs> we try to keep it pretty tame. Yeah, because I, the there's, I have
0: friends with kids that listen to this, and I yeah. don't want to get... I want to keep it like PG-13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to give a shout out to the listeners for sticking with us during mm-hmm. our breaks and everything, because I know it's frustrating. I was missing it. I was missing researching stuff, and so it's just good to be back. Krista's all settled into her new <laughs> non-haunted Sorry. house. I had
1: major life changes to do. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not I, haunted. I'd like to say nothing weird has happened there yet, so that's good.
0: I played a lot of Fortnite. That's pretty much what yeah. I did on our time off.
1: Done a lot of unpacking and hanging stuff up. um I wanted to give a shout out to Mark Ebison at Worldwide Limited in Burlington, Wisconsin. He is a. Um, he went to high, I think high school with my husband, who I've been with for over twenty years. So I've known Mark for over twenty years so he gave us a really good deal and the stickers look amazing and we have more yeah coming, the stickers so. are awesome They're thank you really so much cool. and they have a website so just google worldwide limited in Burlington and you can order anything from mugs to t-shirts to keychains and
0: we're working on other stuff we looked up t-shirts how much that would cost and we're like mm-hmm. oh
1: let's start I think start we're going to be making them actually <laughs> yeah we're, we're talking about a, actually we're, making we're, oh, my, Jeff from Old School Media has screen printing stuff that he bought to do like some DIY shirts so we're going to make shirts ourselves yeah so cool. we think awesome. fans so kind of like having something that, that we, actually we made. made yeah yeah and plus we can't afford them so <laughs> yeah it's expensive holy it's cow really yeah. it's like hundreds of dollars so <clears throat> we're just you know a starting a budding podcast we don't have a budget yet yeah
0: but the stickers are awesome and it's a yeah. great start
1: yeah agreed
0: so now on to our taste test all right this was sent to me by liz who is absolutely awesome love you liz i'm trusting you that this isn't gonna be horrible Because I have no idea what this is. It's still in the box sealed from Amazon. And we have... Oh, wow. A bunch of things.
1: Holy cow. Oh, So this is for many... Look at the little sticker on the bag. What
0: is that? It's all from like little Asian... Like an Asian store. It's all Mm. little snacks and stuff.
1: So do we have maybe several taste tests in that bag? Yes. Okay.
0: Which is awesome because. Wow. We also got another one from Melissa. That is the same thing. A lot of really? Asian stuff because she's got an Asian market near her. So that's awesome. So thank you so much.
1: What are we gonna start with? Chris? I don't
0: know. Here, you guys. What do you think? Oh, oh my
1: god!
0: I know. How about
1: we just reach in? Sophie, you do it. Reach in and grab something, and that's what we're gonna taste. Ooh. <laughs> it's a what this thing. <laughs> it's a this thing. Um, Wrong accent. <laughs> it's, it's a this a thing. <laughs> it's, well, then of course, um, it's all in like Chinese or yeah, Mandarin or whatever. Oh, what is that?
2: I don't know. It looks a little bit like there might be oyster sauce on it. Ooh. Do you think
0: that... Are we taking one out and trying it no, together? No, we'll just we
1: take a little piece yeah. and pass it around, and then we'll all taste it at the same time.
0: Where's the one you said it looked like it had sauce on Right it. over there.
1: That's, he's taking a picture or trying to look it up. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have you want no me to, idea. You want
3: me to be the first, or do yeah. we try it together?
1: Well, let's all. Yeah, let's each take a piece, and then we'll all try it at the same Kinda time.
3: Kind of looks like toasted coconut.
1: Maybe? It does. Yeah, it yeah. Did you take a picture? Oh no.
3: Jeez. It looks like
0: it might be good.
1: Yeah, it does look like toasted coconut. I'm gonna set it up. What's up and what's down? Like I don't even know what's right side up. It could be either way. I don't know.
0: It's got some kind of suspicious sauce pouring on it on the <laughs> picture.
1: I think maybe that's a suggestion, though.
0: Like to put soy sauce on it? Maybe. Yeah, we don't even know what this is named because it's all in Japanese.
1: <laughs> or Chinese Mandarin. Or Mandarin. <laughs> or I don't know. Or
0: I don't know. It looks like a really flattened fish stick.
2: Oh, my gosh, Hold it on, does.
3: You better not eat that, honey.
2: Yeah, you try it first and tell me if it's fish. <laughs> are you allergic to fish? I am allergic to seafood Can I see in the general, wrapper? yeah. Wow. Is it
1: fish? I don't know. <laughs> I don't what know. You, you're allergic to nuts. What if it has some kind of nuts in it?
0: Well,
2: we're going to all die. <laughs>
0: I, uh,
1: I don't I have d- any food
2: allergies.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm allergic to pecans, Brazil nuts, and hazelnuts, so please don't send me those.
1: Our next step. Smel- I can't figure out what
0: this even smells Can I like.
1: Try not to touch it too much. Oh, it's weird. It's like there's <laughs> cheese and breading on
0: it. I can't figure <laughs> out it what. It smells fishy. It does smell like fish.
1: Uh, and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> fish
2: and cheese. Oh, i making a little piece. What the hell? It's like bendy. I don't know. It's like a fruit roll-up, but it's fish. Like, it's like a fish roll-up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no Eat it, idea. I don't it. I literally have no idea what the hell that is.
1: I mean, it smells... We it? it smells salty. Like, I can smell salt and breading well, it's and cheese. Fish. Is it fish? It's fish. I feel like it has a fish smell to it. Yeah?
0: Well, we'll take something else out and try yeah. that, too, so Sophie okay. can try something. Are you ready? I don't... I'm actually kind of scared. I don't know what this is. <laughs>
2: I'm it, ready.
0: I, it looks like a fish stick that somebody ran over with their car.
2: I'm going to take a picture of you. Okay, ready? Ready? Okay.
1: Hmm. It's like somebody breaded a fish and just took the breading off after it was fried. That's Do rude. you taste fish, though? <laughs> That's <okay>. You're right. <laughs> it tastes like fish stick
3: breading. <laughs> Yeah, it just tastes like the bread. What the hell is this? Like
1: if you bring home a fish fry the day ne- after, this is kind of what it would smell like.
3: This is just weird. I don't even know. I think
1: it's questionable enough that you shouldn't try it. It's, it's okay. very
3: soy saucy.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good, though. I mean, I'm not saying it's not good. I just don't get it. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> is this Is their version of jerky? <laughs> uh, no, because like I've,
0: I've had squid jerky and it's not good.
1: Oh. Hmm.
0: This is, in my opinion, this is the weirdest thing we've ever eaten because I don't even know how to describe it.
1: I mean, it's got good flavor to it, though. It's a little spicy. It is a little spicy. It's got a little burn in the back yeah, of the throat. Yeah, it's
3: got a tiny bit of zing. Oh.
1: It's not going to harsh your mellow or anything, is it?
0: No, it's not that spicy.
1: Okay, I'm just making sure.
0: That was strangely good.
1: I think it was good. Yeah, if you can get around the weird bendy, chewy part. Yeah. It doesn't look like it should be bendy and chewy, but...
0: No, it's... <laughs> I kind of like that.
1: Someone needs to explain to us what this is. I think we have a listener who's over in Asia somewhere.
0: Yeah. Tell us what this Hong is, Kong, because maybe? it is a little spicy. Now I'm yeah. getting that little burn. Just a
1: tiny bit, though. It's not like the pepperoni... No. ...jerky that...
0: That hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That was feelings. weird. That was weird, but good. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Weirdly good. Fish processing products. Okay. Okay. Good call. Very good call. It's
1: yeah. ironic that you're the one who pulled it out of the bag. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right.
3: Powdered gluttonous rice, egg white.
1: There's our I breading.
3: Apricot.
1: Mm, apricot. 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 Hmm. It did have a sweetness to it.
3: Coloring material.
1: Yellow number mm. five.
0: It tasted like fish stick breading. Like one big slab oh, of fish stick the breading. fish, though.
1: Mine There's like the no fish. fish in there. Maybe it's just like fish so skin. For people like Sophie. It's like fish skin. Oh, yeah. Just a
2: hint of fish. You know? A hint of fish. The yeah. essence of fish. That's right. Fish <laughs> essence. All
0: right.
3: Here's a here's a good part.
0: You were really bummed out that we didn't like that fish bar that we tried.
2: I was. The salmon bar? Yeah. Because I was like... Horrifying. That actually... Sounds like it would be pretty good. And I love like salmon, a, yeah. and it was horrifying. Yeah.
1: All right, okay, you ready,
3: ready for this translation? Yes. The left side of the face is shot in the sun. The high <laughs> temperature and the wet eel are stored at room temperature. <laughs> wow.
1: That sums <laughs> up what we just ate. <laughs>
3: yeah. I wasn't. Maybe it was eel. Maybe that was
0: like a breaded eel jerky.
1: <laughs> Flattened fish
0: Flattened eel I think that was Breaded flat eel It might be
3: Japanese Because it says Tokyo on
1: here Okay
3: I did Chinese
1: uh, That's it's, why it makes Zero sense oh. It's
0: weird Because I really Kind of want another one now Shot
1: in the face Is There might be more In that bag There's a lot of stuff In that bag <laughs> Should we do another one So Sophie can try
0: Alright Now we'll get something else So Sophie can try
1: So like guys. Americans will buy mm-hmm. this It's fried Pick a
0: candy Yeah pick a candy
2: <laughs> This feels candyish.
1: Ooh. What if there's only one thing in there? Well, then just so she'll try eat it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Puppy Ramoon, it says on the back. Ooh,
0: Ramoon is good. That's, Puppy? Uh,
2: that's <laughs> like, a, oh, it's like a baby dog? Puppy with a K. Puppy. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's little... Oh, I got to
1: take a picture of that. It's adorable. It looks like it should be Easter candy or something. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, Liz, so much for this. There's a lot of stuff in here, so we're going to be good with taste tests for... And I know Melissa sent us stuff like this, too. So we're going to be good with taste tests for a while, which is good because it was getting hard finding stuff to try.
1: I never thought I'd call one of our snack our taste tests adorable. I
2: know. It is really cute, though. I didn't see it. It looks like it's going to just taste like Smarties. It looks like like Smarties. Yeah, yeah, like a sweet tart or...
0: Watch it be eel flavored.
2: (laughs) Wow. Oh, it's actually kind of good, but it tastes strange and not like Smarties. It's good. Is there more in there? Mm-hmm. There's a bunch more. Is it sour or sweet or both? A little of both. Um. But it almost reminds me of the one I had almost had like a, a little bit of a cucumber flavor. No, it's really? like a theme. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and th- are there different colors? So maybe mm-hmm. there are different flavors. I think Kurt I had a pink looks one. looks confused. It's I expect
3: it to be sweeter. It wasn't yeah. real sweet. Pink and orange. It was good, though. It's
1: good, though. Good,
2: though. Yeah. I think I had pink. Yes, okay. I'm going it was actually orange. really good. Yeah. And it wasn't super sweet,
0: which I, I
1: agree. Like. I think it's smell. pretty good. Does it But I feel like it no, no, it's like it it's like it dissolves. It's, yeah. it's like a Tums. <laughs> <It's> like a, <laughs> it it like is like chalky. <laughs>
0: it is kind of chalky.
1: <laughs> but it has kind of a fresh flavor <laughs> to But it's it. good than because than it's not like like it's like a really not overwhelming flavor. It's like really it's like really mellow. Okay. Mandarin orange.
0: It's pretty good.
2: Did you like yours, Adam?
3: Yeah, it was good. Ingredients are sugar, cornstarch, fruit juice, pigment,
2: eel. <laughs> you
0: know, I'm going <laughs> to need that app that he's using because we're going to have to figure this stuff out before we eat it.
2: A little bit of eel. The, I, <laughs> I
3: redid this other one in Japanese and it said shrimp and uh, crab.
1: Mm, either think way, I we dodged a good. bullet. I, think I did not eat that. <laughs> well, so it is Liz. These are from Liz. Thank you, Liz. Thank you Liz. Thank, you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. We literally we have, a have a whole we have a bag full of tests. <laughs> <stuff. laughs> I'm
3: gonna try a pink one now.
1: Okay.
0: They're good. Well, I really, I really, one. I really like those more than. I'm trying a white one. Smarties.
1: Oh, me too, for sure.
0: Smarties are too sweet. Wow. Thanks, Not Liz. We got a lot of all. these we have
1: to rate try. These though. Okay. What about our breaded fried fish skin?
3: <laughs> I give it an eight. An eight. An eight. Not knowing what it was, I'd give it a 6.
1: Yeah, I was going to say 6. I thought it the, was... The um, weird uh, texture was weird and bendy, but the flavor was pretty good. The
0: flavor was pretty good. It tasted like... I would
1: expect that to be crunchy. Yeah. And it was not No, it
0: crunchy. was real bendy. I th- it was better <laughs> than I expected. I love that
1: bendy <laughs> is now
2: sort of like a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it tasted, it's a culinary it's term. Good.
0: Bendy. <laughs> so, I, thought, okay. I gave it an 8. I liked it. What about the candy? The candy I gave an eight too because it was good and it wasn't overwhelming. Except the white one had that weird thing going on where at first it tastes like something and then tastes like something completely different.
2: Sophie, I would give the candy an eight. I liked it. I I could see myself wanting to eat more of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Adam,
3: seven and a half. Wow, Ooh. I could eat a I could eat the whole bag. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm going to seven because I'm not. I'm a chocolate person. I don't normally mm-hmm. like candy, candy unless it's, if you put that in chocolate, I'd probably eat more. But I think it was a solid seven. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was good. Sweet. I like that fish thing. I gotta find it. I'll find out by, by the next episode what the hell that was we ate. <laughs> but I think it yeah. was. I think it might have been eel. I think there was eel in there. I really I'm hoping do. Hoping
1: one of our. Um, if you're a listener and you're on, you're not on social media. Find us on Facebook and if you, you know, can read Mandarin or whatever that was, check it out. We'll post a picture. So I got to know what that is. It's hopefully something
0: hopefully one of us, us wasn't is, allergic yeah. to whatever's in there or else and we'll start breaking I out in our rash.
1: yet to find a Flat Bendy
2: Eel Bar. <laughs> <Flat> bendy <laughs> e- I think it's <laughs> <is> the technical <laughs> name. If Brian. you weren't allergic
3: to seafood, you would like it because it had a very heavy soy sauce flavor. Yeah. It was like yeah, an yeah. I, love, I do. Like,
2: I yeah. Love yeah. soy yeah. sauce. I, I would have liked it for I sure. I love soy
3: sauce. People at work used to give me
0: crap because I used to put the soy sauce in the Pop, little packets. know the, the cover of the thing, and then do little mini shots of it because I love soy sauce. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: When I was a kid, I used to drink it yeah. straight out of the bottle. Yep. Yep.
3: Yeah. She used to hide it under her bed. I did.
2: Oh, I would really? steal the soy sauce serious? and hide it under my bed. Yes. Ooh, my parents goodness. thought that I had like something wrong with my kidneys. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I was obsessed that's, with salt. That's a lot of salt. I would also steal my dad's um his little saline tablets from like way back in the day when when you actually had to make your own saline solution for contact lenses really it would come in these little tablets and i would take them out and hide them under my bed and then eat them later wow wow yep
1: that's like pica, isn't that what it's it, called when you yeah, have like a weird obsession it really almost with like was, weird, was oh, pica.
2: yeah just for salt it's Gotten much better. I think I've <laughs> said
0: on other podcasts that I got yelled at by my parents because I used to they used to go in and find sticks of butter with big bite marks on them because I used to <laughs> eat sticks of butter. I can get <laughs> the butter at least. Yeah. Butter's <laughs> good, yeah. This is Wisconsin, Butter's that's what we good. do.
2: Yeah. yeah, We fry right. it and sell it at state fairs. So we so I raise our young children.
0: Adam is bound and determined to figure out this fish thing. He's a thing. studier, you guys. He is a he studier. Is he needs to be research. a researcher. He needs to be a researcher.
1: Definitely Absolutely. when I'm in charge of the episode, I'll, I'll contact Adam and have the him. The front of it off.
3: says rice and tonka, tonkatsu sauce. That's, That's
2: tonkatsu what I was going to guess. I swear there's
0: a little bit of essence of... Tonkatsu sauce. I want to say tatanka, but that was like the bull in Dances with Wolves.
2: Tatanka. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you so
0: much, Liz. We're going to be eating this stuff for a while, so thank you. Thank yeah. you. And tonight's topic, as we have mentioned earlier, is Ouija boards and
1: Zozo Z- Huzzo,
0: the Ouija board demon that you have to be, If you say his name, you supposedly increase its power. And so we're visit adding you. A huh on the beginning. So I'll <laughs> be, I will be. I will be saying the demons' names this episode.
1: I will be saying he who must not be named. So, ready? Ready? Here we go. Okay. In
0: 1992, historian Robert Murch decided to look into the origins of the Ouija board and was surprised to find out that there was actually very little historical information out there about it. Murch said, quote, for such an iconic thing that strikes both fear and wonder in American culture, how can no one know where it came from? So he began to research the history of the board, and much of what we know today came from his research. The origins of the Ouija board come from the 19th century fascination with spiritualism and with the mediums who claimed to be intermediaries between the living and the dead. Methods of spirit communication during the seances at the time included such things as knocking, table tipping, and something called a planchette, which was a teardrop-shaped device with wheels on one end and a pencil mounted on the other. The medium would put their fingers on the planchette, and it would mysteriously begin to move, slowly writing out letters with the pencil. As you can imagine, this wasn't exactly speedy or riveting, so mediums began to look at how to improve the process. Mediums built complicated devices and tables in an attempt to streamline this method of communication, but the most popular method involved letters being painted onto the top of the table and the planchette moving to point to the letters, which, as we all know, is what a Ouija board basically is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. An 1886 Associated Press article reported on this new phenomenon taking over the spiritualism scene in Ohio, which was apparently a scene, <laughs> it's a, hopping scene. It's a hopping scene in Ohio called the Talking Board. Charles Kennard of Baltimore, Maryland, happened to read the article. In 1890, he pulled together a group of four other investors, including Washington Bowie, a surveyor, and Elijah Bond, an attorney, to start the Kennard Novelty Company to exclusively make and market these new talking boards. Not having a name for the board, the group of investors and some family members decided to ask the board itself. Sitting around the table, Bond's sister-in-law, Helen Peters, who was a medium, asked the question and the planchette she was touching started to move. It spelled out the letters that we all know today. When they asked what Ouija meant, the board simply replied with the phrase, good luck. But Mm -hmm. by some reports, Helen was wearing a pendant that night with a woman's photo on it. The woman was author and women's rights activist Maria Louise Ramay, who went by the pen name Ouida, which was also written on the pendant. It's speculated that Helen may have purposely moved the planchette to spell out the name of someone she greatly respected, accidentally spelling it Ouija instead of Ouida.
4: Hmm. So,
0: yeah. That's interesting. It that is interesting. As written in a 2013 article on Smithsonian.com, quote, According to Murch's interviews with the descendants of the Ouija founders and the original Ouija patent file itself, which he's seen, the story of the board's patent request was true. Knowing that if they couldn't prove that the board worked, they wouldn't get their patent, Bond brought the indispensable medium Peters to the patent office in Washington with him when he filled out the application.
1: I just love that somebody wanted to patent I know. a Ouija board. Mm-hmm.
0: There, the chief patent officer demanded a demonstration. If the board could accurately spell out his name, which was supposed to be unknown to Bond and Peters, he'd allow the patent application to proceed. They all sat down, communed with the spirits and the planchette faithfully spelled out the patent officer's name whether or not it was mystical spirits or the fact that bond as a patent attorney may have known the man's name well that's unclear murch says but on february 10th 1891 a white-faced and visibly shaken patent officer awarded bond a patent for his new game Hmm, Then the money started rolling in, and there were a bunch of shakeups, public feuding, firings, hirings, a strange death or two, and all sorts of drama behind the scenes, culminating in the board being sold to Parker Brothers in 1966. In 1967, Parker Brothers sold over 2 million boards, outselling Monopoly. Then something interesting happened in 1973. The board's presence and influence went through the roof when 12-year-old Reagan McNeil is possessed by a demon named Captain Howdy that she made contact with through a Ouija board in the film The Exorcist. But after the film, sales drop off and the board's reputation darkens as people become totally freaked out by the thing. Where it was seen as more of a harmless parlor game before, now it was seen as a tool of demonic possession. Religious groups would burn Ouija boards and bonfires along with heavy metal albums or copies of Harry Potter. Even paranormal research groups began to be freaked out by the board, banning it from being used on investigations. And that's hey. us. yeah, we that's, want.
2: I think that's pretty standard, yeah. isn't it, for paranormal groups to yeah. not suggest using Vicky had a group like come that. in that
0: wanted to use a Ouija board, and she was like, no. Yeah. She absolutely forbid it. I don't like them. I don't use them. I don't ever want to use one on an investigation.
2: Yeah, they're pretty terrifying. Yeah,
0: Hasbro acquired the board from Parker Brothers in 1991. Hundreds of thousands of boards are still sold every year, but it's now more because it's spooky and edgy and dangerous rather than a spiritual parlor game. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a real quick history on Ouija boards.
1: By the way, my mom's from when she was a kid is still up for grabs if anybody wants it. It's the it's the it's Sophie's like Sophie's birthday is tomorrow. We should uh, give it to gonna her. It's going to be a hard pass for me. <laughs> 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 I, ha- I posted on the strangers months ago. So anyone interested? No, it's I just d- sitting. I was there. I saw it last time I went over there.
0: I don't like them. You know,
1: do how do you guys feel about like dowsing rods and pendulums? I mean, are they the same thing as a Ouija board? I think that's a really super good question. I think even
2: just doing like a question and answer session with, with a, a recorder. recorder can be similar. Um, I really don't know why it seems like Ouija boards are more dangerous. But, I feel like but because I Ouija, Ouija, like boards, Ouija mm-hmm.
0: boards can communicate with you. I mm-hmm. think that's why. I think a pendulum, all it can do is pendulum swing. Is yes
1: or no. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, But I think a Ouija board can actually spell words and phrases. And I yeah. think that makes it more dangerous.
2: I think there's an argument to be made, though, with just about any situation where you are asking for something that's not on, however you would describe it, like the same plane plane as you're on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that any of that can open a door that you don't want to open. But
4: there is
2: just maybe it's because people that use Ouija boards are generally younger and more impressionable, maybe easier to attach to. I, I don't know.
0: What do you think about Ouija boards, Adam? Are you kind of a, skeptic, a skeptic with this stuff? Yes.
1: The second, said, <laughs> the second I said, did you hear something? He's like, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's my husband. It's good. I <laughs> yeah. I like having
0: somebody skeptical. I've I do too. I've never used do. a
3: Ouija board. I've only seen them in movies and TV shows.
0: I would love to have Adam on an investigation use- or Jim on an investigation mm-hmm. because sometimes we can get a little carried away with thinking that everything we hear is Mm -hmm. something spooky. You know, so it would be nice having somebody reel us in. Mm -hmm.
1: And I never had an experience. I mean, we played with them all the time. Probably the one my mom is selling. You know, to build off of what
2: you said, Kurt, the funny thing about Adam being on an investigation is he would never do it
1: because it freaks him out. <laughs> you know what? Ever since my husband yeah, but, got scratched, yeah. I don't. Th- yeah. it's changed his mind a little bit. Yeah, but that's and, the thing know.
0: is that if you're a skeptic, it's, it's hard it's to... It's earth shattering when something happens to you. Yep. <laughs> so how does a Ouija board work? There are three theories. Theory number one, it's being moved by a spirit either there in the room or by a spirit working through the person touching the planchette. Uh, There are a lot of reports of Ouija boards telling people where to find things or telling the user something that nobody would know. Uh, Is that an example of latent psychic ability coming through? Possibly. That's one of the theories about it is that it's your psychic Mm -hmm. abilities manifesting and moving the planchette. Mm -hmm. Don't know what I think of that. But there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of stories of strange things happening while someone is using a Ouija board or after someone uses it. And there are a lot of stories about a location not having any strange paranormal activity until someone uses a Ouija board there.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Theory number two, it's being moved purposely by the people touching the planchette. Everybody knows that happens sometimes.
1: Absolutely. Mm. Well, yeah, my whole childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing ever happened but one of us moving it.
0: Theory number three, it's being moved unconsciously by the people touching the planchette. In 1852, physician William Benjamin Carpenter published a report for the Royal Institution of Great Britain examining automatic muscular movements that take place without the conscious will of the individual, called the idiometer effect. These are basically involuntary and unconscious muscle movements and physical reactions. These little movements are what cause the planchette to move. Dr. Chris French, professor of psychology at Goldsmiths University of London, explains, quote, It can generate a very strong impression that the movement is being caused by some outside force, but it's not. The thing about all these mechanisms we're talking about, dowsing rods, Ouija boards, pendulums, these small tables, they're all devices where a small muscular movement can cause quite a large effect. The planchette is made from very light plastic, often having felt pads on its feet, making it really easy to slide across a smooth board plus in most situations there is an expectation or suggestion that the board is somehow mystical or magical which helps fuel the unconscious movement.
2: Mhm. I think that's a good Yeah. I think it's a really good point and I you, think so too. Yeah. And then if you look into things like um poltergeist activity Yep. and I can see how perhaps it's sort of a manifestation yes. of that as well. You're actually, you're actually getting ahead of me. That's going to come up oh, in the next. Sorry. That's going to come up. Come up in the that's next. That's my part. psychic
0: ability. But <laughs> it is. We're going to hold off on our verdicts about what we think about Ouija boards until the end, because just the first half was about the history of the Ouija boards. The second half is about something called Zozo, which is really weird. And the more I looked up about it, it's like, Ugh.
1: should we be talking about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about (laughs) Zozo.
0: In a March 24th, 2009 post on a website called True Ghost Tales, Darren Wayne Evans posted about his Ouija board experiences. In his post, he stated, quote, During my experiences with Ouija boards, one particular spirit always seemed compelled to make its presence known. Its name is Zozo, Z-O-Z-O. Today, I refuse to even pronounce its name as I believe the mere pronunciation of it can cause it to manifest itself. Too many times to count. It has first pretended to be a nice spirit or pretended to be whomever I was trying to contact, but eventually it showed its true self, cussing me, threatening me, or others in the room. Once it actually cussed me using what looked like Latin or Hebrew and using biblical terminology. No. I was genuinely fascinated (laughs) and startled by how many times Zozo showed up even in many different states and on many different Ouija boards. It always wound up being very nasty and commented freely about how it wanted to possess my female friends and take them to paradise. When asked where paradise was, it spelled out the letters H-E-L-L. One time, after Zozo was being extremely evil, I walked into my bathroom only to see my one-year-old daughter about to drown. Her mother had left her alone in the tub just for a second, and somehow the water got turned on and was overflowing instinctively she had her face tilted up and was seconds from going under when I grabbed her from the water.
2: Wow. Yikes. That's crazy. He
0: goes on to say, A few months ago, I googled the word Zozo. To my shock, many other people have also been contacted by a demon by the same name. I read about 20 similar stories, and I am now convinced that this simply cannot be mere coincidence. Supposedly Zozo is an ancient demon name, which possibly stands for the Destroyer. Claims of dynamic possession are associated with this Zozo, and I feel it is my duty to warn people to steer clear from this if it happens to present itself during a Ouija board session. He also says, what is this Zozo? Supposedly the three-headed dog demon which guards the gates of hell has a tattoo on its forehead that spells Zozo. Cerberus? Yes. that I've never heard of it having a tattoo, but that's Mm-mm. pretty heavy metal. I haven't metal.
2: either. I really want a three-headed dog
1: with a tattoo on its head. <laughs> yeah. Which head?
0: That's a good question.
1: I'm picturing Fluffy from... uh, Yeah. Harry Potter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Guarding what? The Chamber of Secrets? Yeah. No? Didn't see it. No, Kurt? Didn't see it. You didn't see it? No. Oh, boy. It was
0: satanic. People were burning those books. (laughs) (laughs) Also... Good call. (laughs) Also, Zozo is a term Aleister Crowley claimed meant 666. Hmm. Jimmy Page of the rock group Led Zeppelin also used Zozo as a symbol on the Led Zeppelin 4 album, which he did. What do you look at? It's, a, it's hmm. a, each of the members picked a symbol, and his is Z-O-S-O. Hmm. And uh, uh, Jimmy Page was like big into the occult and Aleister Crowley and stuff, so people think that this was like a little shout-out to, huh. to Zozo himself. Hmm. How can so many different people from so many different parts of the world somehow lie about this Zozo spirit? And if they aren't lying, then how can you explain these visitations by this wicked entity? Is Zozo the devil himself or a wayward demon that has the power to manifest itself wherever and whenever it is called? When people started looking into the history of Zozo, they discovered that a supernatural entity called Zozo was referenced in the 1818 French book, Le Dictionnaire Infernal. It's a demonological encyclopedia written by French author Jacques-Auguste-Simon-Colin de Plancy. <laughs> Pick a name. <laughs> he recounts the story of a young village girl who claimed she'd been possessed by three demons named Mimi, Zozo, and Crapulé.
1: I'm sorry, Ending what? Ending on what? Crapulé.
0: C-R-A-P-O-U-L-E-T. Crapulé
1: okay
2: that's a good name the best demon name i've ever (laughs) heard right
0: you know zozo is kind of scary crapulae (laughs)
2: crapulae not so much oh not supposed to say these names i know
0: (laughs) i know i'm screwed um where was i here according to accounts an exorcism was conducted on the girl the demon named mimi immediately fled the girl's body that one was like, deuces, I'm out. <laughs> but Zozo was much more difficult. Finally, Zozo seemed to leave the girl's body, but seconds after the demon seemed to leave the body, the priest heard what sounded like footsteps quickly climbing up the stairs to the second floor of the church, running down the hallway, and then the sound of a window shattering as if the demon threw itself through the window to escape. That's <laughs> creepy.
1: Wow. Yeah. If a demon's scared.
0: Yeah. So what is this Zozo? <laughs> Zozo also goes by the names Zozo, Z-O-S-O, Zaza, Z-A-Z-A, Mama, Az, Zo, Za, Abacus, or just the letter Z, either pointed to by the planchette or by the planchette quickly moving in a zigzag manner and repeatedly making a huge letter Z on the Ouija board. And I hear that one come up a lot. Zozo's M.O. is to introduce itself to unwary spirit board users, interact with them through the board for a little while, and then slowly begin to spread its influence over their lives. People who claim to have encountered Zozo often describe experiencing sudden, intense feelings of anger, fear, depression, or suicidal intentions while speaking with the entity through a spirit board. Some victims even say they've experienced physical symptoms, including headaches, sleepwalking, and in one case, an infection. (laughs) I don't know. Like a sinus infection? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But infections are never fun.
2: That's true. We shouldn't laugh at people with infections.
0: (laughs) Inexplicable strings of bad luck have also been attributed to Zozo. He delights in frightening humans, and some believe that he gets more powerful the more he scares people and takes over people's bodies. There are some people who believe that Zozo is actually the demon Pazuzu. In ancient Mesopotamian religions, Pazuzu was the king of the demons of the underworld. Pazuzu was also the demon that possesses Reagan McNeil in The Exorcist. While Zozo is most often contacted using a Ouija board. It is possible that he can contact people outside of the game as well through other means. People have reportedly made contact with him during hypnosis, auto-writing sessions, and trying for electronic voice phenomena Ooh. or EVP. Really? M-
1: so people have heard yeah, a voice. Yeah.
0: A I'd voice like to or find heard a recording his name. Of that. Yeah. I don't know if I I don't would. want to capture it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like I don't to hear either. it online. So here are signs that you are talking to Zozo. Okay. Number one, the temperature or darkness of the room may change. If it's dark, it may become darker than dark. There is often a heavy feeling of dread or fear in the room, and shadows may be seen moving in the darkness. And that are you always a makes yeah. That Stoughton? always makes me think of Vicky's place where <laughs> our first EVP session we had that where the room yeah. was pitch black. And then when we felt like whatever it was entered the room, it got like even darker, mm-hmm. which is hard to explain mm-hmm. to somebody unless you experience. I've what, had
2: that happen before too.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: it's unsettling. It's very, very unsettling. unsettling. I feel very yeah. vulnerable too, because you cannot
0: see what's yep. coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I when I read that, that was the first thing I mm-hmm. thought of was Vicky's. Okay. Zozo often starts by pretending to be someone else. He can pretend to be whoever the person using the Ouija board will be most sympathetic to. Mm. He can pretend to be the spirit of a scared little girl or a beloved relative who has passed. He will eventually reveal himself with a Z and then finally Zozo.
1: That's too creepy. I know. I've never uh, actually read that before, yeah. but that's nuts. Yep. Yeah. Anytime something is impersonating something else, it's That, really that also creepy. comes up with yep. Vicky's,
0: where Barry really thought that whatever we thought, that people were seeing this little girl spirit in the building, that people thought that wasn't right. that Barry mm-hmm. thought that wasn't what it was, really.
2: Right. I'm so skeptical of children type ghosts yeah. Yeah. for that reason. That just, yeah, I, don't, I don't trust it. Yeah, because everybody
0: has a protective, and they want to
2: Yep, right, but I don't trust it. Open themselves
0: to that, and you shouldn't. Once Zozo reveals himself, he will often spell his name over and over up to hundreds of times in a row. The Z and the O are located on opposite sides of the Ouija board's lower line. In order to spell its name, Zozo will often move the planchette in the shape of an infinity sign between the Z and O. And this comes up all the time, where it's moving in that zigzag, hmm. you know, making that helix or whatever you want to call that. He constantly does that over and over. It is said that when this infinity sign keeps happening over and over, this is when things are the most dangerous because this is when Zozo is deciding who he will attempt to possess. Number five, glass and especially mirrors may break. Number six, scratches may start appearing on the bodies of people in the room or nearby. Number seven, Zozo delights in telling people, especially females, that they will die soon. Yep. Yep. Number eight, a conversation with one spirit is interrupted by another entity, which becomes increasingly antagonistic. And number nine, your electronic devices like smartphones or laptops may start to go crazy. Your television may start to flicker and other devices will start to make high-pitched squealing noises. And here are a couple random stories of Zozo. If you do a search on Zozo, you're going to find tons of stuff on the internet. Uh, It started basically like in 2009, and since then it's blown up. So here is a story. Me and a friend, it should be a friend and I. I want to get that out (laughs) of the way. Come on, you guys. (laughs) Me and a friend were using the Ouija board, and we ran into a spirit named Cam who said he died in a crash. We were joking and asked if he could mess around with my boyfriend. The next day, Cam said he was following us. He said his mom was still alive and told us that he was eight years old. He gave us a phone number and an area code. He later revealed to us that he was actually Zozo. We said goodbye and immediately started talking to another spirit. The new spirit was named Ray and said we couldn't be hurt by Zozo because I had a very strong energy, and Ray said that he was attracted to my strong energy. Every one of them was. Later, he said I shouldn't talk to Zozo ever again because he would try to weaken and hurt me. Just 20 minutes ago, we came upstairs to find my boyfriend's pet frog dead, looking like it had been crushed. Yeah. (laughs) Another story.
1: I'm curious to know how old this person is. I don't know. They sound like a kid. Yeah.
0: Another story. Okay, long story short, my fiancé and I have owned a Ouija board for years, and we had a lot of positive things come through until the name Zozo did a couple times. Zozo repeatedly said that he wanted to rape me. Then, after I studied and read more, I learned that this demon went by other names as well. Well, my fiancé has been having strange things occurring now, and the worst was that he had a burning on his arm at work. He looked down a little while later to see scratches in his arm in the shape of the letters M-A-M-A. I don't want to put too much fear into this because I know that that's what they want, but what could this mean? (laughs) Another story. I read several stories about Zozo, and now I know that I am not crazy. It all started with the Ouija board as well. It was the four of us, all girls. At first, it was all for fun. We always thought the other one was moving it until Zozo. He was powerful. He seemed really nice at first, and at some points, he seemed flirtatious. One night, I awoke to a chill or a draft in my room, and when I opened my eyes, I saw a dark shadow of a figure. It was dark, darker than any shade of black I have ever seen. It seemed to hover over me, and the whole time, my mind was saying, Zozo, Zozo. It was only a couple seconds, but it felt like eternity. The next morning, my sister woke up after a similar dream, except she had three long, deep scratches on the back of her shoulder. We stopped playing with the board after that, but it has not stopped. It has been about nine years since that day, and if I could take it all back, I would. He is always there in our dreams everywhere. You just feel him. I don't care if you believe me or not, but please don't ever play with the Ouija board. It will haunt you.
1: I'm going to be so pissed if I dream about Zozo. Tonight. Yeah.
0: I know. I'm sorry.
1: Yep. I'm going to have sleep paralysis for the first time in who knows how long. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. One last. One <laughs> that last. That better not happen.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad I never have that.
1: Oh,
2: it's horrible. It is. Yeah, one horrible. last
0: story. Hi there. My name is Aaron, and here's my Ouija board experience with Zozo. My curiosity with the Ouija board began about two years ago when me and my fiancé started a session with a friend of ours. We decided to make a board of our own, and this particular night, a spirit or entity came through. We asked him what his name was, and it said Zozo. We never once asked questions about the future or when we were going to die or anything like that. It never once said that it was a bad spirit, nor did it show any signs that it meant us any harm. During the session, it seemed as though it was anxious or something because the planchette started circling around the board uncontrollably. Nothing else happened while we were using the board to make us think that this was bad. A couple days later, we used it again, and the same spirit came through. This time, Zozo was telling me I should start writing a book about a boy who was kidnapped and has never been found. He gave me details on why this boy disappeared and where to look for evidence for this book. After this session, I started having strange dreams about the book that I was supposed to write, so I actually did sit down and start to write it. When I didn't write, my fiance would hear a voice telling her to tell me to write the book. This went on for about three weeks or so. Stuff in our apartment started to go missing, and the TV would turn on by itself, and the subtitles would come on the TV all by itself. I started writing this book it wanted me to write, and stuff seemed to get worse. One night my fiancé woke up during the night to find a black figure hovering over me with its arm reaching out to grab me, but when she touched me it disappeared. The next day I was getting ready for work and went to have a shave and I found my razor wasn't where it usually was in the second drawer. It was in the corner of the shower so I put it back in the usual spot. This happened two days in a row. The next day again getting ready for work I was in the shower. My fiancé walked out of the bathroom but left the door open slightly and about a minute later the door slammed shut with a loud bang. I immediately got out, dried myself, got dressed, and tried to open the door, but couldn't. It was as if someone was on the other side, holding it shut. At night, we would see shadows walking up and down the hallway, and my fiancee would always hear these voices talking to her. It was this that made us decide to do something about it. We saw a clairvoyant, told her what was happening, and she said there was a demon of sorts, but could not say who or what it was. She gave us instructions on how to cleanse our house and car, because apparently it went with me everywhere I went. We did, as she said, and everything returned to normal until about two months ago when things started to disappear again. We have used the Ouija board recently but have had no contact with anything, no activity whatsoever. Why? Well, that's my experience. Why? I don't know. Why would you do I that? I don't know. If you encounter Zozo, here are some things to do. Number one, remain calm because demons feed on fear. And I hear that quite a bit, mm-hmm. that that is like their energy. Number two, do not speak his name. Speaking the name of a demon increases its power.
1: <laughs> Zozo.
0: So, hopefully <sighs> Zozo. we're okay. We'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll be, we'll be fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Number three, if you are using the Ouija board, don't just stop using it. You have to move the planchette to goodbye to formally close the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. If you are using another contact method, close it immediately. Number four, never use that Ouija board again.
1: Number five, don't ever use a Ouija board. Don't ever use Just a Ouija don't. board. Just don't. Just don't do it.
0: And theories. We have three theories for Zozo.
1: Okay.
0: Number one, Zozo doesn't exist. It's basically like Slenderman mm. or Slenderman, Slenderman or uh, Creepypastas.
1: Sure. I mean, it did start up in
0: 2009, yeah. right? Uh, looking back at Le Dictionnaire Infernal... According to the website The Paranormal Scholar, they did an accurate translation of the French text of Le Dictionnaire Infernal that showed that the girl's story was faked. She rattled nonsense, the author wrote, adding that the girl may have been trying to cover up a pregnancy and that she had been publicly beaten years before for faking possession. She was eventually imprisoned for her fibs about possession. Oh. Yep. And then we get to Darren Wayne Evans, who wrote the first story that kind of started this recent trend. Darren Wayne Evans, the one who first posted about the Zozo phenomenon, has changed his story several times. He later wrote a book about Zozo, claiming that in 1982 he discovered a Ouija board buried in the dirt in a crawl space under his girlfriend's house. At each corner of the board was a glass jar containing the preserved remains of black birds, and the word Zozo was written on the board where the word Ouija usually is. This had never come up before in his discussions of Zozo. It had never been uttered until he wrote this book, which made mm-hmm. a lot of people think
1: he's enhancing the story. He's enhancing mm-hmm. the story.
0: So that's some stuff mm-hmm. that Zozo doesn't exist. Kay. Number two is that Zozo does exist. And for this there's just way too many stories about the Zozo stuff or I mean people could be making it up, but a lot of these seem real.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, my experiences with Ouija, and in my experiences, it wasn't ever called Hozozo, <laughs> but it was just the letter Z. Yep, and, and th-
0: that, that when I was reading this, that's why you're one of the reasons why I kind of buy I buy this stuff.
2: W- and I had never heard of this being a phenomenon until much, much later. Because this happened. I mean, I used to play on the board as we called it, but when I was an early, like a young teenager, and um, we had all sorts of friends that would come up on there, and then what would happen is all of a sudden... This sort of stronger entity would just crash in and send that planchette way over to that Z. And that And was, it would do the circling like they. That was
0: one of the signs that it was Zozo. Yeah, was that it, it would like, just, it would over, break it would talk right, over, it yep. would like push the other person out. And
2: yep. And we'd be like, oh crap, it's Z. And then we, we would literally like scrub the goodbye with the planchette yep. to like hang up on him. But, um. See, like but, I knew
0: your stories and reading this stuff, I was like, so much of this fits. What you told me years before, right? Before 2009. Any of this
2: ever came out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean and that's
0: that's why I buy this is because right. of that.
2: And it almost got to the point where my friends and I, one of one of whom is Amy Wenzel, who suggested this yes. topic. But um, love you, Amy. Yeah, love you, Amy. That was scary stuff. But um, it w- it was almost like we could get things to do parlor tricks yep. while we were on the Ouija board like we could get a candle to blow out we could get a book to like flip through the pages um there was one point where there were footsteps outside of the back of my parents house which is extremely rural and no one was there and it sounded like someone was throwing things at the house um just a lot of very 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 strange things but um you know lights burning out all the time um but I definitely think there's something to this phenomenon. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I definitely think that it, reading some of these stories, it's it's really pretty terrifying to hear how similar it is to my experience. And a lot
0: of these stories started with people saying, like, this happened to me 20 years ago, and right. I didn't even realize that this Zozo was a thing Right. until I read this, and I was like, holy crap, this yeah. happened to me, like, in, in the late 80s.
2: Yeah, I'll be 39 tomorrow.
4: Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. (laughs) birthday. Shout
2: out to myself for my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but yeah, this stuff happened like when I probably started when I was about 12. And honestly, the Ouija board almost got to be an addiction for us. I remember you telling me that. It was like every day we wanted to talk to our friends and then And you
0: got to know these other
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: people like friends, like yeah. actual friends where you would get to know them, where you yep. knew what they liked, what they didn't like.
1: Right. So, did Barry and you kind of go through a phase like that?
0: I don't remember.
3: I
1: don't I remember Barry did. talking about
0: using the Ouija board.
1: Was it a pendulum then or something? I, I just remember. remember her talking about getting kind of deep into it. Yeah, it's really it. addicting and I think I don't think we
2: still really for sure stop it was after we were driving for sure so I mean years of doing this and the reason we stopped is we we were warned by a different entity on the board to not go on it anymore that it wasn't safe wow yeah
0: see and and I remember you telling me about this shortly after we became friends and Mm -hmm. that was before 2009 wasn't it
2: oh for sure yeah yeah because i remember
0: specifically you telling me the z yeah i remember you telling me the z so i knew you know i mean that's it that's what freaks me out is that you told me this stuff before this was a thing
2: yeah because looking back it we probably became friends in like oh two or oh three yeah
0: yeah we met on the taps ghost hunters yes, message board. Like, yeah oh, yes, yeah I, I, was there, for I was on there i was on there looking yep. for stuff and i she posted about being in wisconsin and wanting to get a ghost hunting group together yeah
2: and i asked for tips on like the just the bare minimum of starting a group and all i got was hate from everybody <laughs> and they're like oh it's so such crazy. a fad right now nobody everyone wants to start their own group you know And then the only person that was nice about it and actually gave pointers was Kurt. And that's how we became friends. Yeah, we
0: became really good friends. That's funny. So that's really cool. Yeah, it was a TAPS message board. But you told me about this shortly after we became friends. And I've always been fascinated by your stories about that.
2: Yeah, and it it tied into so much other stuff. You know, like just strange paranormal type things. I think all of it sort of got kicked up. From that.
0: Do you feel like this is where your paranormal experiences started? Was from using the Ouija board? Or do you think it was around before?
2: I think it was around before. Um, I had some other experiences that weren't necessarily ghost related, but I'm sort of prone to seeing strange things (laughs) and having strange things happen. Um, Yeah, you've had some some crazy stuff happen that you told me. Yeah. Yeah, more crazy things than I would put over the not air. Late, not, late, not lately, though. <laughs> not lately, but i really the whole. I think that the experience I told you guys about in the car, where I felt like in a ghost hunt an entity sort of followed me home, mm-hmm. um, I just totally stopped, and i I made a real I've made a really conscious effort to not pay attention. And I think that's a big, big part of it is the more you pay attention, the more it kicks up and the more it wants attention. Mm -hmm. And so I think that ignoring things like this is probably one of your best defenses.
0: Well, maybe that's what I, you know, it's hard to tell these stories. It is because Mm -hmm. I remember... I laid it all out there when we talked about my experiences mm-hmm. in my old apartment with the creepy guy thing crawling out of the bathroom with yeah. the po- arched back. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, are people going to think I'm nuts? But I did right. see that. And it's oh, hard yeah. because it sounds, if somebody else told me that, I'd be like, Psh, <laughs> I know. So one. it's so weird it's to talk about. about. It's, right. very, it's very hard. But mm-hmm.
1: But then you hear other people's stories and yeah. you realize you're not the only one who's had those experiences. But right.
0: That's what sells me on this is that she told me about this stuff long before 2009 about the yep. Z spirit yep. and stuff
2: very aggressive and and he yeah. tried to um I remember a common theme he most of the time that entity was very nonsensical like you couldn't really make out what he was spelling, which and was you see very I, different than the other ones. I came yeah. up with
0: a lot of that looking at these stories where yeah. people say he starts writing nonsense words yep. or starts stringing words together that don't make sense.
2: And we would ask why he couldn't really make conversation the way that other ones could. And he always... It, it, the answer was that it was too old. It was too old. And, and then, that's creepy. Yeah, and what, a really creepy thing is you know we were teenagers we were stupid and we're like what do you look like and and i remember we said what color hair do you have and he said puss oh my god yeah that was one of the first hus. yeah yes <laughs> Mm-hmm. So when did you? If know- you ever go on
0: a dating website, don't put pus for your hair color. because <laughs> no, you're, you're not. not
2: gonna- it's not attractive. It like <laughs> a foamy
1: yellow. Right. Um, <laughs> it looks like creamed corn. <laughs> so, uh- <laughs> so when did you know that Sozo was a a male entity? Because you keep saying he. Right. And everybody kind of says. Everybody he. says he. I he. don't know that we ever knew it was a he. It it's very weird like like because a- I've,
0: I've never seen. People explaining why it's a he, yeah. but they just know it's a he.
2: Well, then mm. there was... We had another demonic entity, which I know Kurt knows about, too, that...
0: That one, that I don't... That
2: seemed blatantly demonic from the very, very beginning, and that was a she.
0: That's the one that, I don't say that's, her name. No, that's the one that even I don't say mm-hmm. that name, because that story really freaks me out mm-hmm.
1: yeah it still freaks me out i'll say zozo
0: saying. i'm fine saying zozo but her other story
1: yeah are you willing to share that story no 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 it's i don't too, want her to share that story crazy. because that story is crazy okay and yeah really scary and i
0: think about the name freaks me out mm-hmm. so yeah
2: yep i could still see it spelled out maybe i'll tell you board, sometime like, <laughs> yeah you can tell her <laughs> i just don't want to tell it on the podcast <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: That's probably the story that I've heard from a friend of mine that's creeped me out the most yeah. ever. Because that's mm-hmm. I don't want to keep teasing our listeners. So right. we'll move on.
2: Right. And like the another thing that struck me too as being similar is the um telling people that they're going to die yep. and how they're going to yep. die. That was something that was yep. very, very common in really? Yeah. Yep. You know, very specific. It didn't happen. It right. should have happened by now. Yeah. But um yeah, that was So, yeah, I mean,
0: these are all things that she told me back years before the Zozo thing was big. So that's why it... Yeah, and it,
2: like, infiltrated my dreams. It was, like, years of fear and...
1: Strangeness. When did the yeah. internet get to a point that, where you could really start googling stuff? I
0: though? don't know, but that's the thing: is that people say, "Well, where was he before 2009?" And before 2009, the internet wasn't, the internet as, wasn't there, so there right, was no right. central place where people could re- be like, "Hey, so this now happened to you me can too." Just
1: right. Google it up on your phone, and before, yeah. yep, you had to find out word of mouth or reading a book, or yep. yep. So, I, I, yeah, I don't think that means it wasn't around before 2009. No, it's just there weren't. I remember reading the
2: first ever article that I read about this phenomenon, and I could just feel the blood just sink, you know, like just... Felt yourself going pale. Just completely pale, yeah, Yeah. like cold sweat, yeah. So scary. Okay,
0: lastly, number three theory. Zozo didn't exist, but does now. And this kind of goes back to the Philip experiment Ah, where a group of paranormal researchers Mm -hmm. in 1972 actually created paranormal activity by creating an intricate backstory of somebody that died. It is theorized that as more people come to believe in a story, it's possible that the belief actually manifests in reality. This is usually called a tulpa. A topa is defined as a being or an intelligence created by focused thought and recurrent interaction. It's similar to an imaginary friend, except tulpas possess their own will, thoughts, and emotions, allowing them to act independently of their creators. Even if Zozo doesn't exist, the use of a Ouija board could cause people to become certain that he exists, causing him to exist.
2: Huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think there's some truth in I that. I think there's some I truth to that, you, too. Yeah, yeah, I've always read that anything demonic is definitely um, made more powerful by any notice
1: yeah. of it at all. Yep. Right? Yeah. What was that? Cool. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Noises. <laughs> Yay. Something over there. Yeah. Uh, like hitting the window or something yeah. over there?
0: Okay. I swear to God, if I start getting weird no, shit happening in my car. i I know. Trying, seriously. I don't know. Right. I'm, I'm like, I'm
1: getting,
2: a, I'm getting a little warm, you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll wrap this part up quick. Uh, so conclusion, Ouija boards slash Zozo are based... Is it actually spirits causing the thing to move? And does Zozo exist? We're going to start with Adam. Okay,
4: Adam?
3: <laughs> I think it's all fascinating. I will never touch one. Um, and I've never heard any of these stories that my wife is talking about. Oh, boy. <laughs> you guys are going to have a lot to talk so. about on the trip home.
2: <laughs> yeah, they it's can all be confirmed. Yeah. Ask I Amy. believe them. Because yeah. <laughs> Amy
0: was there for yeah. all that.
2: Well, you know, as we talked about, Adam is a skeptic, you know, and it's a crazy claim to make. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not like Adam doesn't know some of my crazy shit. Yeah.
1: Oh, my crazy stuff. That's all right. We can leave (laughs) it
4: in. Yeah.
3: It's interesting. Well, and that can be difficult. I learned a lot.
1: Because my husband's a skeptic, too, and when I come home from an investigation with, like, after having something breathe in my ear, yeah, he just doesn't want to believe it. And right, And will uh, right. kind of discount it and not... I'm like, so you think your wife is either crazy, hallucinating, making... Like, what do you think is going on? Right. That can be frustrating, too. Yeah. But ever since he got scratched, I think he's a little bit more um The scratching open-minded. thing was weird. Yeah. It freaked him out. Yeah. It's I think, too, it's, like, incredibly...
2: It's incredibly stressful to talk about. And obviously, you guys, I'm sure, know my stance on it already. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I do absolutely believe that if I did something stupid and invited something in again, that I feel like I would be putting myself in danger. So it's definitely not something I talk about with,
1: you know, very special few, curtain. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank
0: <laughs>
3: you.
1: So what about demons, Adam? What do you feel about demons? Do you think those exist?
3: Yeah, you guys are putting me on the spot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're so quiet.
3: I'm always quiet. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know It's better than I don't th- believe that they exist. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I tend to lean towards scientific explanations for things. So I thought the study that you mentioned where they... The Philip. Uh, The mm. muscle movements. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I can totally see that
2: Yeah, being, an being a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. So. I think that happens all the time. Yep. I don't think it accounts for all of it. Right. But,
1: you yeah. know, I think it definitely happens. And I think i said before, demons are that thing that I'm not sure I believe in it, but it scares me enough that I don't demons ever remember. Demons mess are with weird. It, I want right? to have an
0: episode about demons because I don't know. I don't know if I believe in demons. I believe Mm -hmm. in ghosts. Sure. We know that. I believe in something.
1: I don't know that I've ever encountered anything demonic. No. But I I, don't know. (laughs) I almost feel like I'm the opposite at this
2: point where I believe less in ghosts as the spirits of dead people. Yeah. And more in like psychic and telekinetic power that people have inside themselves and then manifest darkness. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course also like I very strongly believe like we talked about outside too, in
1: in places picking up an energy yeah. and then replaying it. Yep. So well that's actually a pretty common belief among religious people who are really religious, you're not talking to ghosts, you're talking to demons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are no ghosts. No, a lot of people right. have told me that that there's right. no such thing as ghosts, Especially that they're in all demons. Right. Yeah. I yep. definitely will have a hard time
2: believing um Like, believing a ghost. If I was contacted by a ghost, I would be incredibly skeptical of it at this point. Although, it does make me wonder, because the entire reason that we stopped going on the Ouija board was because we were warned. And it seems completely counterintuitive why a demon would warn us not to use this thing. You know, so I don't know what that's all about, but... There's well, just so much. Do, I mean, yeah. I don't
0: I don't know if I know what ghosts are. We've discussed this on yeah, another episode so that I don't know. Yeah. There's something weird going on. I know that, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Parallel
2: right. universe, that yeah. sort of thing. Right. Yep. There's so many options out there.
1: You do hear stories, though, about people being led away from danger. Like, right. Similar to your situation, or being literally miraculously surviving something that yep. they should not have survived, like a horrific car accident, and they say something was there that you know, protected them somehow. Yeah. You, you have to think there's like that some one story, good out there too. that one story right. I
0: love of that church that exploded. It was on Unsolved Mysteries and it was on a couple of different places, but there was a church. I, th- I want to say it was Georgia or some Southern state. There was a church and the choir got together there every Tuesday night. There were like 15 people in the choir every Tuesday night at 730 or something like that to practice their choir stuff. And one Tuesday night at seven o'clock or no at, at like 8 o'clock, half hour after they were supposed to be there, the church exploded, and all 15 people had different reasons why they weren't able to make it. Like one person's card didn't start. Oh, my God. Somebody oh, else fell asleep. Cool. Somebody else lost track of time. And like every single person that was supposed like to be at that church, up. nobody showed up. It was completely empty when it blew up. So that's.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, how do you explain that? Cool. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I've seen that story a couple places and that's just Never like really cool. That. I mean, it could be coincidence, but
2: yeah, I don't it's a know. wild coincidence. And then there's the whole concept too of like so much of our brain isn't used. Yeah. Maybe yep. maybe there are parts that have some psychic function yeah. or, you I know, or totally maybe this demonic energy is just a really really dark scary part of Yep yourself you know i don't know you know there's a lot of people
0: that think that the that just parts of our brains that we don't use anymore that are psychic that we used to use Mm -hmm. back but now with language and all that stuff we don't really use it anymore right Mm -hmm. and i could see that manifesting itself through somebody using the ouija board
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah krista ouija board ghosts moving it zozo does he exist It's,
1: it's tough because i've never experienced it myself I've experienced dowsing rods moving. That's what led us back to that coat mm-hmm. that said, would you wear it? Yeah. And not the coat didn't say, would you wear it? But something said. <laughs> I actually, I actually stopped using the dowsing rods in the pendulum because I started to equate it too much to a Ouija board. Like mm-hmm. something is moving through me to move these. Right. And it freaked me out enough. It's again, it's like demons. I, I've never had an experience, but it freaks me out enough that I don't want to mess with it. <laughs> yeah. yep. I'm not taking the chance. Right. It's like I'm not gonna get in my car without putting my seatbelt on. I'm not playing with a Ouija board. Right. <laughs> just because of the risk. Mm-hmm. Sophie,
0: Ouija board or spirits moving it and does Zozo exist?
2: Um something exists. <laughs> I don't know what it is, yep. uh, but it's frightening and I would say just don't just don't open that door. It doesn't even matter what it is. Right. You know, just it's a risk you shouldn't take. Totally agree. I
0: know I've been skeptical in the last couple podcasts with the Solway Firth photo <laughs> that I shot down and all that other stuff that Corey even messaged and said he's happy to have me on board the skeptical train. But this is one situation where I'm not skeptical. I, I totally believe that there is something to Ouija boards. Yeah. I really do. I think there's too many stories. There's too many. I know too many people that have had stuff happen. Right, mm-hmm. Incredible
1: people that we yeah. trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think I've talked about this on another podcast, but when I was younger... I played with a Ouija board by myself in the basement of the house I lived in, and I put both hands on the planchette, and I asked, is there anybody here with me right now? And it started to move on its own, and it went to the letter D, and then U, and then K, and I was thinking, this is gibberish. It's D-U-K, and then after that, it went to E and spelled Duke, and I was like, I immediately stopped, and I'm like, you know, because I didn't think it was going to be a name. I didn't think it was going to be a word. It went to D-U-K, and then all of a sudden E. So I completely stopped and that was the last time that I used a Ouija board because that really freaked me out. So I do think that Ouija boards, something is causing them to move and I totally buy into the Zozo thing. I think that there's something and a lot of that stems from Sophie's experiences that she told me about before anybody else knew about this Zozo stuff. And I mean, right there is my proof that there's something the weird going on is it a demon is it some weird part of ourselves causing it i don't know but there's something
1: mm-hmm.
0: going on with whatever that z thing is so yeah
1: what do, well what do our listeners think? yeah what do you guys think have do you, you had you? an experience with zozo <laughs> zozo <laughs> zozo zozo <laughs> do you so, play with ouija boards like uh, yeah i'd like to hear from our li- what were we gonna say adam
3: i i one thing i wanted to ask was um Was this invented in the United States, you said?
0: That's a good question.
3: Because the reason I ask is it seems like all these stories, whatever is spelling words on this board, it's in English.
1: That's true. I think they do play with them in other countries. Yeah, I was going to ask.
3: That's a really good question. That I actually don't know
0: the answer to, but that's a good question. If you found
3: stories of people playing it in other countries and it's spelling things in their language yeah yeah because sure you mentioned Brothers. something where it was spelling started spelling gibberish so they stopped playing and i thought maybe, maybe well maybe it was, maybe it was a different language hmm. huh.
1: that's, a really, that's a, really that a really good question that's a really good question that's something i'm gonna look up gotten evps in other yeah. languages yeah they're not always in english so, but that
0: would be like if I was using a Ouija board and it started speaking in French that I can't speak French. That would be like you whoa. might not recognize. But I know, but it would also French be like, holy either. crap, this isn't me causing this because I don't speak French.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, right.
0: You know, so that's a really good question. I'm gonna have to look do that up. Research. Like, do you know, like in in France, do Ouija boards answer in in French? That's sure. a good question. Or
3: do they answer in the a different language and than you just the people don't playing, real, playing? Yeah, you don't yeah. realize that it's a different language.
0: Because this one guy said it was it was cursing him in Hebrew and in mm. biblical terms and stuff. So
2: no biblical talk, no, <laughs> no. no.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's a really good question. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look it up. Are you guys ready to answer a question?
3: Man, no. Oh boy. Well prepared <laughs> no. for answering a question. Hopefully it's not the one I asked. Yeah, I don't think. Do
2: you it... guys know who asks some? No. Do you guys want to well, hear something that, that I hope song. doesn't make you mad? What? I asked the one about the serial killer. Your, oh do you want really? your child to be a serial that killer was you? or the victim that was of a, a serial sc- That was a hard question. I was question. like, "What would be a really hard question?"
0: That was a really hard question. I don't know
2: what I would say, and That's I have like a child. The would you rather you know? game? You know, yeah. Both, yeah. both options suck. Right? <laughs> <You> <laughs> both, so that both was you. That, that was you that put us through that. Uh-huh. Yep.
0: Wasn't that like a really downer? It was a really, really it, downer. It was questions. kind of a big downer. I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have
2: submitted that.
0: All right, going into our listener question database.
1: I love that we have a whole <laughs> database of listener questions.
0: We have, there's quite a few. Um, the listener question today is I just listened to the episode about time traveler John Teeter. Good episode, guys. My question to each of you, and that would be all four of us yep. if you had a time machine and could go to one point in time future or past where would you go
1: sweet that's a good question like a location or a year they just
0: said they just said or where
1: both hmm.
0: i totally know where i'd go so if you want me to go first
2: so with the t- with a time machine yes you could go to the so future you could go to the past year. you could go anywhere An era. anywhere An era, era you could
0: go whatever you want to answer okay, you, you could answer I've actually thought about this because I get really bored at work sometimes running my machine, so I thought about where I would go. If I could go absolutely anywhere with a time machine, I would go back to around the years 1977, 1978, when I was a kid. I think I would go to my neighborhood, and I think I would like to see myself as a kid, but I'm really nostalgic for that time, Hmm. and I this this gets kind of cr- crazy ideas here but i don't know if it's because i'm looking back through nostalgia or looking back at a time in my life when i was happy and all that stuff but i really feel like things were different back then well, i they feel were, though, but I, right? I mean i feel like reality was different back then i feel like things aren't now like they were then and i think when i think of that time i think of a peaceful time i think of the skies, I think, of looking at the clouds, and I feel, we've talked about this in other podcasts, I feel like reality now isn't like it was back then. And part of me feels like it's because, this sounds dumb, but I feel like because we're bombarded by waves all day. You have cell phone waves, you have all these waves going through the air. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that has messed something up. Mm-hmm. I really do. I feel like back in those days, you had a, you had radio waves, television,
4: television. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and that was it. Yeah. And I feel like now there's so much crap in the air that I feel like it's almost kind of a pollution. And I would like to go back to those days in the 70s where life was just life. You know, Mm -hmm. there was no cell phone. There was no anything where you could go outside and it was just peaceful. And I would like to go back to that time and see myself as a kid Mm -hmm. because I really miss those days. So that's my answer. I would go back to 77, 78 i be two years old.
1: <laughs> I was seven or eight. I don't remember that.
2: Adam and I were born in 79. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> Make me feel
3: old. You're old. I am old.
1: <laughs> you know what? You guys, we're all old. So. We yeah. <laughs> I'll be 42 on Tuesdays. <laughs> I feel
3: the same way. I, I feel like I'm more nostalgic about times past, mm-hmm. more so lately. Like yeah. when I ate that pizza earlier today.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like you said, it was yeah. like, it was
2: like being in high school after basketball, yep. after practice. basketball
0: yep.
3: practice, which was
0: after he said that, I was like, that's actually a really cool thing to say. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's a good memory. Yeah. So is that
1: what you would pick is to go back? What's your choice? No,
3: I guess I'm going next. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd go forward in time cause I don't want to go back and mess anything up. It's hmm. good thinking. Um, I like space exploration a lot, so I think I'd want to go. Seriously? Yeah, isn't
2: that um, scary? It's do you really like the idea scary. of going yeah,
0: into space?
3: No, no. Yes. Oh. So you I want to go us. <laughs> <go laughs> <That terrifies. laughs> into the future and be on a starship and travel the galaxy. That's actually really cool. Would you
2: be John luc Picard? No. That would be cool. Picard was awesome. I know.
3: And it he's would obviously be Data.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> data. <laughs> With the headband for the glasses. Was that Data? No, no that, that was, was Geordi. 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 Okay. I Data's the one that is the, the android. Is green? Yes. Kind of greenish. Okay. Yeah, like greenish oh, silver. Shiny and He's pale. Pale. Okay, yeah. I Yellow love eyes. the next Back generation. I'm yeah. so
0: glad that Picard's got a new show coming out. Oh. Yeah, that's I awesome. I never watched awesome. any of the awesome Star Trek. Seriously?
1: Yeah, it wasn't that Trekkie. <sighs> Sorry.
0: The old one was cheesy, but next generation was good. But
1: that's yeah. what was great about the old yeah. Agreed. Cheesiness. Yeah, it's fun. So you'd go into the future and do space exploration. Oh,
3: that. Just yeah, but wasn't the question like a specific? No, it time? was just where would you go? There was no specific.
0: Yeah. Unless you want to throw in a specific I think we, time. We
1: as humans want to pick a specific time because that's what our whole lives run around. Time I love inside. the idea <laughs> of
0: being on a spaceship. Like the Enterprise. Mm. Not like this cramped little thing you go up into space and... No. Not like Absolutely. reality. No, not like yeah. <laughs> reality. I like the idea of being yeah. like
2: in a big ship.
3: Yeah. Where with a, there's with
2: gravity, for one. Yeah. 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 Gravity. And
1: atmosphere. And <laughs> yeah. Breathable air would be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a big deal. I would
2: get
0: kicked off for being in the holodeck the whole time because I could have some fun in the holodeck.
1: The yes. warming on. The holodeck. <laughs> that? Oh, I'll
0: tell you sometime. Okay. I'll tell you in the next drive down here.
1: The next drive. <laughs> I think I I have such a fascination with like antiques and I'm fascinated by hearing about my great grandmother and what life was like back then and I just like I grew up in the house that my great grandparents built mm-hmm. in 1919 my parents still live there. I the 20s are such a fascinating time for me. I would love to go back and experience the 20s. It See, was a very tumultuous time too, but that's yeah. a time
0: I don't know a lot about cuz oh, i've never really cared i never really i
1: don't really think the 20s get enough credit for yeah. how crazy
2: they were and just revolutionary yeah yeah, very cool yep. like was, flappers
0: and
1: yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. especially <laughs> for women i mean <laughs> yeah, really yeah well, yeah the, was the 20s incredibly were were a big like, era for women yeah, yeah. yeah. that's cool. that would be my choice yeah huh. that's a really cool. cool choice
2: um i would go i would go way way back cuz i'm obsessed with animals and nature and i really I tell my son this all the time, but I'm like, if I could spend even five seconds on Earth when dinosaurs roamed the Earth, even though the oxygen saturation was different back then, I mean, like everything would kill you. But to me, I didn't know that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. really. um, Yeah, but to me, it would be that kind of puts the kibosh on time (laughs) travel (laughs) to see like what it was really like. I think it would be absolutely incredible.
1: And sort of that like the be, world before it was, you know, an unspoiled version of Right. Earth. It would be yeah. really interesting to see. That was it my would second be choice. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. My it second choice so was cool. like Land
0: the, the 1800s and stuff like that. That would be my second choice. Like Victorian yeah. times.
1: Sure. Well wow, I'm also was... fascinated with like the 50s because getting back to just like a time that was so simple. Mm hmm. Also, probably a little naive, but. I don't know. It just seemed like everything was very clean and happy. Right. I mean, there was that whole... Wasn't the Cold War going on? When was that?
0: The Cold War was pretty much the 50s through the 80s. yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's not delightful where you're training your kids to hide under their desk when there's, you know, but... Yeah, because we talked about... It just seems like such a... I hear my mom talk about what it was like to be a teenager in the 50s, and it's such a such fantastic memories for her and those were like the sputnik
0: cold war days yeah we talked about the cold oh no we didn't release that episode yet never mind (laughs) we talked (laughs) about we talked about some cold war stuff on our unreleased episode that we're saving but that was yeah but yes wow so we had dinosaur times the 20s. the seventies, the and the future space exploration—that was quite the run
1: in the gamut. That mm-hmm. was really running the we gamut. Got but those were good question. all those yeah. were all, that, was, yeah. that was a good like question, it. and
0: those were all good yep. answers. Cool. I would love to go back to the seventies. I really would. I don't know. I I think a lot of it is because I remember some of the seventies, but a lot of it comes from like days that confused. Right. And, oh oh where yeah. It's, where it's like yeah. Uh, where it's like a.
2: I just want to be a character in that Me story. Too. so
1: bad. I know. I know. <laughs> Too. I love that. It's my movie. second I've favorite seen movie. It so many. Second times. favorite movie all time. It's your first favorite movie. You know
0: what my favorite movie is of all time. We've discussed this in a previous episode.
2: Debbie Does Dallas. No, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have that at home. I
1: that means he has it at home. I feel like my friendship is being tested right now. What is your favorite movie? Almost Famous. Oh I love those famous. movies Yeah, I those think movies have a lot in common yeah. well, they they do. take place in the seventies, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love both of those movies so much. But yeah. I
0: don't know if a lot of it is looking back through people's idealizing the seventies, like in Deus and Confused and stuff. Yeah. You know, so a lot of it I don't know if it's like like the fifties. I think the fifties are idealized right. a lot where i think the reality of the 50s wasn't a little happy different. days and Same stuff with like the
1: that. The 70s though, i mean wasn't the draft still happening? Yeah. Yeah. Vietnam yeah. Yeah. etc. I think to be a teenager in the 70s but was that's, probably awesome. Yeah, but that's right. the thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I know people I know people who were so teenagers yeah.
0: in the 70s that say it sucked that right. they hated it.
1: Yeah. But i was a teenager in the 90s and i thought it sucked. I was a teenager right. in the 80s <laughs> and i <laughs> so loved it. The nobody 80s the 80s was in my
0: my opinion the best era to grow up in. And you were a teenager during that time? Yes. Yeah, I you're love. a
1: rarity then, because I, think I like most the times. People, I when think they were a I teenager, think I
0: appreciated the times I grew up, and I appreciated I think so. the 80s when I was there. I think a lot of people don't appreciate the time that they grow up. Totally.
1: in. Totally, mm-hmm. except like my mom, like people that age. I think the 50s were, you know, the shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, now I'm all we got deep in. <laughs> we got all deep in thought. Really good question, whoever asked that. Thank you.
1: Thanks, anonymous stranger. Thanks, anonymous stranger.
0: <laughs> I think that's it.
1: I think so. It's a wrap.
0: So Sweet. So thank you so much, Sophie and Adam, for being here.
2: Thank you. This You're was welcome. Super thank you. Fun. Was it everything
0: you thought it was gonna?
2: Yes, be? it was. It fulfilled all of my hopes and dreams. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's that's mm-hmm. all we could this ask the for. The best <laughs> birthday present I
3: could have given her.
2: That's right. Exactly.
0: Aw. Mm-hmm. and I'm so glad you came up with the idea for that. I know. It's well, great. when you first messaged me about it, I was like. Who's there. this weird guy no, sending me no, a message? I, no, I, I didn't think that. it. <laughs> I, I thought you know, it'd be great for her to see us and to do the podcast, but there's not a whole lot else to do around here. Yeah. But then when you started Are talking. Are you
2: kidding me? Did you see that ice machine? Oh, yeah. I forgot, I
0: forgot about the ice machine.
2: Oh, that's
0: great. Uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, the hotel they're staying at in Manitowoc, one of the hallways has this really weird little scenario. Where there's an ice machine and there's two chairs (laughs) positioned to watch the ice, like Like, really comfortable chairs, chairs where you would like, where you want to plop
3: down and watch the ice machine. (laughs) (laughs) It's just really
0: weird.
1: Manitowoc, Wisconsin.
3: If you're friends with Kurt on Facebook, you'll you'll see it. Yeah, because because it's just
0: weird. It was very weird. (laughs) But other than other than hanging out with us and the ice, the fabulous ice machine, there's just not a lot else to do. But then when Adam started talking about the car ferry going across on the car ferry, which is one of the uh, edges of the Lake Michigan Triangle, we told you guys that.
3: Yep. I remember that episode. Watch for ghost ships.
1: Oh, I hope we see a ghost ship.
3: It'll be daytime, so probably not.
1: Ghosts happen in the day.
3: Yeah. I guess.
1: Ghosts.
0: Rhonda was on that episode, and she said that people have seen weird things. Mm Mm-hmm. So let Sweet. us know. Get back on the show. Come back again yeah. and let oh, us know. You come back. How about that <laughs> <goes>. <laughs> Never
1: to be heard from again. <laughs> oh, God.
0: But thank you guys so much for being here. It was awesome having you guys here. Yay. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Rate and us on
1: iTunes, please. Watch for stickers.
0: Yep. Watch for stickers. Tell We've got, us got some what merchandise made. Tell us what you think. As always, give us feedback. Let us know. I really want to find out what the hell that breaded thing was we ate. (laughs) Because I'm really curious. That might be a a mystery in itself some episode. So thanks again for the food, Liz. And until next time, stay Stay strange. strange.
1: Perfect. That was a good one. This has been an Old School Media production, executive produced by Kirk Konechny. For more information and content, please visit StrangeSessions.com.